Good morning, this is Haim Goodman-Strauss with The Math Factor, and today Kyle and I catch up with Derek Niederman, author of the terrific new book, Number Freak. The book, the great title, and it's, it's Number Freak, From 1 to 200, The Hidden Language of Numbers Revealed. When did you get the idea to put together this book? Well, I think I got the idea a few years ago when I was doing some tutoring of high school students, and what impressed me in, in a negative way was that whatever answer popped out on the calculator was the answer. It would be transcribed by the student, right or wrong, but let's even say it was right. And there was no real appreciation for what the number might be, whether the answer made sense, and whether that number was even a possible answer. You know, it could be that the number was supposed to be even, for example. And he, you know, the, the calculator popped out because it got the wrong instruction to give an odd number. So I said, well, you know, numbers that are very close together, like 51 and 52, are completely different numbers. They really have no relationship to one another except proximity. And so this, this book was an effort to bring out the unique properties of individual numbers. Sort of like the life and the quirkiness and... Right, uh, what makes it special. What and oh. it, there was more to it than I thought. I was worried when I started that I would run out of material, and then midway through I said, uh-uh, I, I, I probably have to cut back, if, if anything. In fact, that's what happened at the end. The, the original title was Number Freak from 1 to 300, <laughs> <laughs> but there was too much, so we got excised. I, uh, what I love about this book is you can find a number, and like 89. And, and 89 is, as you write, the only two-digit number that can be expressed as the sum of its digits raised to the consecutive powers one and two. That is the position of the digits from left to right. So there's very much mathematics there. But then you can flip to 160, and you see a poster of Bonnie and Clyde. Right, right. So well, you know, juxtaposing those two, I'm, I'm glad you picked no, up on that, and I hope readers enjoy that, because I, I put some math stuff in, but, but math... Uh, theorems and uh, trivia and quirkiness were put alongside uh, things from popular culture. No, with the idea being that whatever makes the number special, I don't really care. And so maybe, just maybe, it's, it'll provide a gentle introduction to the more difficult stuff because there's that Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, I spoke to a, gr- a guy whose whose father was in the posse that killed Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, You're wow. going to have to explain the reference tra- to their listeners. I tracked him down in Louisiana. <laughs> and that... Uh, and I tell you, an hour later, we were off the phone. He, <laughs> I, I apologize for him. You know, this is only one paragraph, but uh, he was just the sweetest guy in the world. You know, uh, Bonnie and not Bonnie and Clyde themselves, but members of their gang actually robbed a grocery store about three blocks from where we're sitting right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You weren't you weren't in it at the time, though. I suppose. <laughs> no, no, I have no. I've had to read about that. But thank <laughs> you. But thank you. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, of course, I bet the number that everyone goes to first, the one I went to first, is 10. 10 seems to be the most famous number. And you write that writing about 10 is like writing about 1. Right, because there's so much to it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I'm, not, I'm not really telling any... When I say that 10 is the basis of our number system, that, that we operate in a base 10 world, I'm not exactly telling people something they didn't know. So, but in the interest of completeness, I said, well, I better include everything. But uh, what do I have there? I have that it's a triangular number. Yes. And, and, you know, most people don't know what that means, but when you tell them that there are 10 bowling pins and they're arranged in a triangle, suddenly it becomes pretty clear. Mm-hmm. And, and what... 
triangle the numbers throughout this book, of course. And what that does is when you get that information, that one, two, three, four stacked up is 10, then you realize that the next triangular number is 15. And the next one's right, 21. As, as, right, as in billiard balls. Right. And it, and it helps you. I, I don't know. It kind of helps you think about math in a new way or makes you think about math when you didn't realize you were thinking about math. Yeah, well, the geometric content was important. And, and really, with all the primitive diagrams, I have nice diagrams in my book and primitive diagrams. The latter category, those are the ones that I did my, by hand myself. <laughs> But the geometry of individual numbers is vitally important. It okay. helps distinguish them. So 1, 2, 10, 2,500, these are superstars. What about 173 or 144? <laughs> were there, were there yeah. numbers that were tougher than others to come up with an entry? Uh, you said 173 and 144. Just well, 144 the... is easy. That was probably a slip of the tongue. That's a gross. Oh, that's a gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, replete with factors, and it's got uh, all sorts of things going for it. 173, you know, if you, uh, if you surprised me on a city street and said, what is it what's special about the number 173, I wouldn't have the foggiest idea. Uh, but I, I believe what I did with it was just search and search and search. And finally, what I came up with, just now that you mentioned it, was the fact that 173 plus 286 equals uh, 459. Uh, and that's the smallest sum that can be created using each of the nine uh, non-zero digits precisely once. You also have another really wonderful fact in here. I've got the book with me, so I'm craving a little bit. But you mentioned the period between lunar eclipses is roughly 173 days. That's pretty cool. That's an important... I didn't know that when I started the book. Uh, there were a lot of things like that that I didn't know. The book started with a, you know, a small basis of knowledge uh, that I had. And I only realized it was small after the research, and I can't imagine doing this in a pre-Internet age mm -hmm. because for the higher-digit numbers, I literally would type in to Google something like, there are maybe 147 possibilities or something, you know, a phrase yeah. like that. And say, well, let's see what I get. <laughs> I really and in many, in many cases, the search was productive. Inefficient, but productive eventually. <laughs> I really like your discussion of Catch-22. In particular, you say that it's nonetheless disappointing for the utter lack of 22-ness to it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was hoping with expressions like that or to 86-something, I was hoping that I would discover that most of those expressions, if not all, made sense in, in terms of the number chosen. But in the vast majority of cases, they were chosen for meter you know, how they oh. sounded. Mm -hmm. And like 76 trombones led the big parade, mm -hmm. 77 sunset strip. It's all syllabification. And in the case of Catch-22, I guess it was supposed to be called something else. Yeah, you and said Catch-18. Yeah, so <laughs> Which doesn't imagine? ring. It doesn't ring to us, but maybe if it had been Catch-18 from the beginning, it would. It's, it's <laughs> a, sort of a philosophical question to ponder, isn't it? <laughs> there is only, if you read the book Number Freak from 1 to 200, The Hidden Language of Numbers Revealed, you find out that there is only one number that you can write where the letters are alphabetically... Oh, but maybe we shouldn't tell our listeners Wait, No, we're not going to yeah. tell them what it is, but there's just one number that alphabetically the numbers line up. I'm glad you mentioned that number, and again, I'll, I'll adhere to the code of secrecy <laughs> that you've established. But I, uh, as you know, in, in the book, what I did is I just strung the alphabet along, and I bolded, or whatever, put in a different font, the letters that spelled out that number, which I thought was a nice way to, to, to display it. 
Yes. Well, remember, remember when I said that this book had undergone significant editing? Mm-hmm. At one point, that was taken out for space reasons. Uh, what? And oh, I, said, I said, no, no. And we had a couple editors, one in the UK and one in the U.S., and uh, what I told the, U- the U.S. editor, who, who accidentally made this horrific blunder, <laughs> I said, well, you know, I told the U.K. editor there was only one sentence that I refused to have deleted, <laughs> and that was it. Good so for back you. In it, back in it went, yeah. Good for I you. I don't have a lot of clout, but I had that much. <laughs> uh, you know, there could be a great companion CD to this book. I, as Heim will, will attest, I, I love music. And just talking to you, I've started thinking about all the different songs. If you oh, could put wow. in order, you know, there's obviously one is the loneliest. Three Dog Night. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. oh, right, right, exactly. And you know, I started to do that. I was wondering how far that far I could get. Oh, I think this is you a can, challenge. I think, can, I think, yeah. Right, you can go pretty deep. It's a good point. And you know, I almost included a list like that, and I'm glad I didn't because. Well, as you can see, that clearly would have been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I, it's, it's, it's a fabulous, fun book to have in your hand and to read and, and to use as reference material. Was it fabulously fun to put together, or were there times when it was just really frustrating? Well, the, the frustrating part was the editing and the, the space editing and converting the material into a book. I really enjoyed the, the research tremendously, and I was you know, interested all the while in creating a book that made people feel smarter. Mm-hmm. And that's really my criterion, because we lose so many kids to math classes that make them feel dumber, because they feel put on the spot. And I wanted to have the reverse effect. So I got lost in all the, the research and the trivia that emerged. It's the point where I was now paying myself a, a, you know, an hourly rate that uh, I probably should have guarded against. Maybe I should have been less interested in the book. But I got, uh, I got carried away with it. Um, sequel? You know, I'm, I'm not sure there is an obvious sequel. Maybe, maybe someday I'll, I'll get the numbers 201 to 300 in it's print. It's not quite as catchy. Another version, <laughs> or maybe a, maybe a copy table version. I, I'd love that. I'm working on a book of, uh, of puzzles right now, of um, applying puzzle logic to everyday situations. Hmm. And I say that uh, you, you're the first people to whom I've said that out loud. Uh, except to uh, my agent, and I suppose in another couple weeks or so, I'm going to have to provide this manuscript to her, and we'll see if it flies. Oh, fantastic. Well, the the name of this book is Number Freak, From 1 to 200, The Hidden Language of Numbers Revealed. Derek, thanks so much for your time. Enjoyed it tremendously. Thanks a lot. Can't you see how happy we would be? Just T for two and two for T. Just me for you. 